We are located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, October 2nd, 2019. So our first episode for October. We have a lot of events and exciting things happening this month, which I'll, I'll get to at the, end of this, uh, at the end of this episode. But for this one, one of the things happening in October is our new exhibition in our gallery, and it features work from the Nittany Valley chapter of the Embroiders Guild of America. Uh, the, the chapter is celebrating its 40th anniversary. Uh, 40 years ago, they began holding their first meetings in State College. And what they do is they, they promote, teach, and share the joys of needlework, design, and techniques. And I had the pleasure of talking with two of the, two of the members, Tina Miller and Joanne Lobig. And Joanne is actually a past president of the group. And the exhibition at SCLO is going to feature 40 projects, one for each year of the chapter's existence. So it's throughout the month, so I hope you get to, when you visit the library, check out our gallery. And you can come to their monthly meetings that are held at our Lady of Victory in State College. They welcome anyone uh, you, to check out, no matter your, if you're a beginner or skill level. You can also, the second Thursday of each month in our sunroom, in, the, in SCLO's sunroom, the Sclo Stitchers meet at 6 p.m., 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., so the next meeting is on Thursday, October 10th, so you can check that out as well. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Tina Allmiller and Joanne Lobig, and as we celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Nittany Valley chapter of the Embroider, Embroiders Guild of America. Valley chapter of the Embroiders Guild of America celebrating its 40th year and it's having an exhibition in celebration of that landmark uh, at, in our in the school gallery in October and we're happy to have two of its members Tina Ahmiller who's the vice president and Joanne Lobig who was a past president and uh, first of all thank you for joining us <laughs> um, I guess first can you talk about uh, I know you haven't been there all 40 years uh, Tina, you've been there for about 20, uh, 20 plus, about half the time, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, can you talk about what the chapter does and, and the, the members and some of the work that you do? Um, I think the biggest thing that Guild does is just offer you opportunities to, one, do your own sort of whatever needlework uh, adventures you like to go on, but it also offers you a lot of opportunities to learn new kinds of techniques or materials that you may have a hard time discovering on your own. Um, the uh, There aren't a lot of current magazines that, you know, you wouldn't walk into us, you know, and find in there. Uh, they're very, uh, very niche kind of thing. And so the average person isn't going to find some of the uh, various techniques and things just in regular 
magazines to pick up on your own. Mm -hmm. So it provides uh, a lot of classes and opportunities for you on a local level, regional level, and on a national level mm. to expand your skills if you want to. Yeah, that's great. And um, I guess how, if each of you want to talk about how you got um, started in doing embroidery and stitching, how was it something you've been doing for a long time, or how, how did you get um, in? I actually can't remember how I started, but I've always done it. I've always been interested in it. It's just a way to be creative, and I like to be creative, and I can't draw. My dad's an artist, but I've not picked up that gene, so it's my way, my outlet. And it's one of those things that you start maybe doing counter-cross-stitch or, or following a rigid pattern, and then the more you learn and the more you get into it, then you can start expanding and changing and doing your own thing. So it's definitely something that you can do more with or less with or what you want to do with and be as creative as you want. Hmm. How about you, Tina? How did... Um, <laughs> like, I feel like I've always done it. I remember uh, my my aunts, my grandma, people, te my mom teaching me various stitching on things that people don't even use anymore, <laughs> like, you know, pillowcases and dresser scarves and things like that. But, um, and then, I, then I got into, uh, taught myself, well, back when I started, there were a lot more kits available mm. than there are now. And so I taught myself a lot of other techniques and, um, then just kind of just kept going. And yeah. what's the community like here uh, the guild uh, there's a miscon you don't have to be professional or anything to be to come and join your guild the guild here at the Nittany chapter but can you talk about the community that you sure, yeah. that, I mean that's the best part you absolutely don't have to be an expert the, the word guild I think might turn some people off but I really hope that it doesn't because we welcome everybody we have members who just do, and I shouldn't say just because it's an art form in of itself, but just do kind of cross stitch. And then we have people that just like to do, uh, we call it surface embroidery. And then there are others that will experiment and try all different kinds of things. So we have that opportunity mm -hmm. for you. The, the best part of the Guild, and I joined it, was the first thing I did when I moved to State College, which was about 13 years ago, is that you're in a room with people that say, share the same passion. You don't have to explain it because whenever I talk with my friends and I show them what I do. You know, I always get, oh, how do I have the patience? I can't see. And they just look at it like, wow, why would you do that? And it's really nice to be with people that you don't have to explain why you do it. Mm. You just talk about how much you love it and you can show off what you do and everybody can g give each other a pat on the back and we can mm. find out new techniques and new things that you never even knew existed, which is was, which is kind of cool. That's great. But it's just, it's all about community. It really is. I mean, yes, the the bonus part of that is you maybe learn something new but I have such good friends that I've made through this group that I wouldn't have met any other way mm -hmm. Tina I'm sure you yeah. can speak on that as well yes and um, I find it's been a, because I've been in a little bit longer some of the um, people that I got to know when I first started um, they had been doing these things for a very long time and they were so welcoming and they're like oh you can do it and encouraging and um you know, just here, just try a sand. You know, it was just it was just a very wonderful community of, of people who, um, just as Julian said, we all share a passion for this sort of thing, and uh, we love to share it with each other. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a really, um, it really doesn't matter what you're working on. Mm -hmm. Everybody's always interested in what you're doing, what your progress is, how um, 
how you're going to finish it, how you're going to, you know, um, which is always a, a big thing with us. Everybody finishes the stitching and then, then it goes into then a pile. Do? Then what do you do with it, you know? Every meeting we have show and tell. Mm -hmm. So we have a, a specified time that we all take turns showing what we've been doing and what we finished and what we're working on. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes in our lives, we don't get that. We don't get a chance to have someone appreciate what we're doing. I mean, you know, so it's really nice to have people that totally understand that you have this piece of work that's maybe an inch by an inch and they understand that it took you you know a week to do that or two weeks or a month yes. or six months and you you know you don't have to explain and everyone says yay yay and then you that makes you want to go on and do another inch or do right. more of it mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. are there uh, what do each of you are there um specialties that you have passions for like what in terms of uh, the the smaller pieces or i mean what pieces do you enjoy doing or working i'm one of those ones that likes to try everything i ha definitely have some techniques that i prefer over others but um Embroiders in two main categories, counted and surface, and I do both. And there are definitely some people that prefer just to do surface or just to do counted. And counted is when you're, like a counted cross stitch, when you're counting the squares mm -hmm. on a pattern and t um, putting that onto fabric. And surface is when, um, kind of like the old pillowcases, where you have something drawn on a piece of fabric and you're filling in the spaces. So that's the two differences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, like to try everything, um, too. Although I do, I, part of me really loves uh, the counted work because I like the, I don't know, it's the math person in me, whatever. <laughs> it's just kind of that pattern. And it's not, much of it is, it's not like the pattern's drawn on, but you do have to follow a chart and figure out. Some of them are very involved as far as figuring out how to make the pattern work. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not necessarily just, oh, count one, two, three, count, you know, there's, there's some, you know, having to figure out ish, uh, parts of it to make it work. And uh, so I, I enjoy that part, the figuring it out. Mm. Yeah, surface is definitely, they don't tell you where to put the needle in. You're, that's, that leaves it up to you. There's one technique called needle painting that I really like. And you're mm. just using one, um, one strand of thread and you're just making layers and making it look like something a bird or a flower and making it try to make it look as real as possible mm. so there's no chart for that and, and you just kind of do it which is really fun yeah you sort of touched on the community aspect of it especially with the guild and um is and i don't know that's how i pictured do, do you feel this art form lends itself more to that community aspect where there there's you can talk and bounce ideas off of each other maybe compared to other art forms i don't know if you if well, I, yeah, I mean, I th maybe painters do all get together and paint together. Mm -hmm. I don't know um, how that works, but I know we do. We, we go, we drive to events. We have one that happens every winter. It's about six hours from here in Ocean mm -hmm. City, and there's, what, 200, 300 women yeah. um, that we all just get together and stitch. We're all in one big giant room, and we're all working on different projects. So mm -hmm. there's definitely that community aspect that you can do it and talk and socialize at the same time. It, it's certainly not that, um, you know, all by yourself needing to be in that creative moment. I mean, it also is nice to sit. It, it's, um, there's been a lot of articles lately about embroidery, especially um, in mindfulness, because when you're doing that, it is a form of meditation. So mm -hmm. it, it's definitely something that you can use to kind of crowd out the rest of the world and just think about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's, that's why it's so wonderful, because you can have both. You can have community, you can also use it to 
be a, a saner person, a saner, yes. calmer yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. 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 well, and sometimes, depending on the technique, if you're counting, yeah, you don't want to hear yeah, other people. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, that can be tough, yeah. but, um, but you can always get around that. That right, always yeah. works. But it is, I agree with Joanne totally. It's, um, it's wonderful to be able to get together, yeah. and, uh, but it's also very relaxing, um, meditative, like, uh, to, to be working on a project on your own you not there's not that need to have other people there mm-hmm. um, if you don't you know if you if it's not really necessary but it's really nice when you do have it mm-hmm. so. yeah. have you noticed uh, any changes either with with the chapter or in the art form itself in the in the years that you've been involved with it that the internet has made a big difference yeah. there is um, one of the complaints or just the shames of things is that most towns don't have a local noodle sh- workshop. We don't mm. have one. The closest one is in Altoona, and that may not be there for long. Mm. So, um, But you can go on the Internet, and you can find all kinds of fabulous threads and fabrics and patterns and artists and ideas. And there's blogs. And, and just like the community that we have with the Guild, you can go on and join communities, online communities, and then people post their... Um, progress on on projects our embroider Guild of america they have a, a group like that so if you join the national group you can be in with unstitching with people all over the world not just even all over the country but all over the world so i think the internet really has helped people find each other just like i said you know you really get so excited when you meet someone who says oh yeah i do embroidery and you know i have to stop myself from pouncing like, wow, wow, and making them come to all the meetings with me so you can go on the internet and you can find find people that have that same passion yeah i think it's interesting with the internet too i've noticed um we've always uh, been concerned about getting younger people involved mm-hmm. because like i learned from my mother and you know there's a lot of people there's like a disconnect i think uh women that didn't get that didn't have that environment growing up and the younger people um we don't think we didn't think we're really picking up, but with the internet, we're noticing. Or I'm noticing. We're trendy. We are, and <laughs> and these young people are doing all these things that um, they're just learning on their own. Which there's absolutely nothing you know wrong or or bad about that. But it's just amazing to to me to watch um, the designs and the techniques and things that um, these younger people are, are doing and um, just sort of like rediscovering yeah. the whole uh, art form yeah. Yeah, in so a different way. And it's, I just think it's, it's exciting. Well, if any younger people are listening to this, please come <laughs> and join our guild because we are more than happy to help yes. you and show you and get you started and then just sit back and watch what you do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or they can come, uh, uh, Sklo has a, a, the monthly uh, stitching guys. Yes. yes, that's another. Um, yes. What are those um, evenings like on once a month or after? They're, they're very eclectic, yeah. really. Um, it's just whoever shows up. Mm-hmm. And some people are, are actively, you know, in the middle of something. Some people are like, how do you do this? Or people, you know, you never really know what's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people come just to really see what it's, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, but um, well, it's the, always been very interesting, yeah. the people that... The library actually has supplies, so if somebody is interested and thinks that they might like to give it a go, you can come to the library and they have the basics, mm. and you can, they have patterns, they have fabric, they have needles, and some threads, and so we can get 
whoever's there will get you started if you just want to try and see if it's something that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll definitely encourage people to do that. Yeah. Has it been, uh, as you've been putting this exhibition together, thinking, of, has it been excite, or exciting to... Uh, and like you haven't been, you weren't there at the start, but to maybe sort of go back and or think about how the time you, you know, absolutely, <laughs> and absolutely. see the pieces you've created over those years. Well, the exhibit yeah. is. I think people are going to find it interesting because we have we're celebrating forty years and we have forty pieces and we picked one piece from every year of our existence. So it's mm-hmm. a piece that somebody in our guild stitched or designed. So and we. So pretty much everybody in our group is has a piece in it, which is interesting. So there's all different kinds of techniques, and then some from people that aren't in the group anymore. Right. So that I think that is that's kind of cool that we could come yeah. up with that. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed in looking at your individual pieces? Maybe I don't know if you've gone back and looked at when you first started to maybe something more recent. Have you noticed a lot of differences in your? <laughs> Tina's smile. Yeah. Um, well, I've certainly expanded yeah. <laughs> my skill set. Um, there's things, well, like I didn't even know existed and uh, when I first started. And there's still lots to learn. You know, I'm, I'm constantly amazed by people. You know, I see things uh, and it's like, oh, my gosh, how did they do that? You know, and, um, so there's plenty out there to learn to do that you can find some area of this that that would interest you or excite you and um but i've definitely have have added a lot more techniques to when when i started (laughs) yeah i find that sometimes you look at something and it seems intimidating but then you look at the instructions or you break it down and everything is basically come up at a go down at b come up at c come down at d and it may be 50 steps or it may be three steps but you can break it down and really there isn't anything that you can't do you just have to have the patience and try to figure it out mm-hmm. so it really is very approachable it's, it's not like learning like some people just know how to draw and um, they have that talent and yes you can teach it to a point but I think with stitching there's many techniques that you can learn I mean you can be taught you can mm-hmm you know shown how to read the chart and to get the right equipment you can do it mm-hmm. so I challenge anybody out there that thinks that oh I could never do that yes you can and please come out and we'll show you how mm-hmm. yes well speaking of that um, if someone comes to the exhibition and sees it uh, and then has an interest how would they maybe contact you or maybe want to try to see what being part of the guild is like is there a we have a Facebook page, okay. and you can message us via the Facebook page, and then we'll let you know about where our, our, when our next meeting is. We meet every month at the library of the Our Lady of Victory in State College. It's the third Tuesday of every month, and then there's also a day meeting the following Thursday. Okay. So that information is on our Facebook page, and we'd be more than happy to be in touch with anybody. To yeah, and I'm sure we'll know. have some. We've got some cards and some yep, brochures we'll have cards that and brochures. we can bring to the exhibition too, so that people want to contact us at any time during that. Yeah. And, the, and the drop-in, if you come to the drop-in at the library, if yeah. one of the guild members is there, we'd be more than happy to point you in the right direction that's great well congratulations on 40 years we're looking forward to this exhibition and uh and we hope and hope uh inspire people maybe (laughs) to try a new um art form and uh but thank you again for joining us thank you for having us Thank thank you
also hope you get to visit our gallery in October. I mean, every month we have uh, we feature local artists or, or organizations, and so every month we have great exhibitions, and, and this one's no exception with the Nittany Valley chapter of the Embroiderers Guild of America. Uh, ch- check it out, and, and they'll have information there if you want to get in contact with them. We'll also have links on the episode page uh, for, the, for this episode. And other things going on at SCLO. Well, I also want to mention that SCLO won the library card sign-up competition. You had the competition we had in September with Northland Public Library near Pittsburgh. We came out on top. Thank you very much to everyone. We had 323 people sign up for library cards in September, so thank you. Um, but we also want to thank Northland. It was just a fun month. And... And it's just great that we had all these, all, every, a lot of people sign up for libra- library cards in September, both of us and the communities that we serve. And, and hopefully uh, people will recognize that, uh, that what a library card can do for you in terms of giving you free access and being able to take out books and just everything that both the libraries have. So thank you to Northland. Uh, again, we had a great month and thank you to the people of the center region, everyone there, uh, for helping us uh, uh, win the competition. We'll, um, we'll have details about uh, how they'll, uh, uh, Amy Steele, the director, will be probably be making a visit to State College and putting on some, some slow garb. On Thursday, October 3rd, Research Unplugged, the fall schedule kicks off. Uh, so four Thursdays of the month, it'll be happening, 12.30 p.m. in our community room. The first one is Dr. Erica Smithwick will be there doing firescapes of the Mid-Atlantic uh, Promethean Promise. She'll be looking at the socio-ecological barriers and opportunities for incorporating fire sustainably into lands- landscape management. The next one is on Thursday, October 10th. And there, Dr. Harlan Patch will be discussing garden landscapes for pollinators. So uh, th- in fall, there's a lot of uh, this, this series, the Research Unplugged series for this fall, features a lot of landscapes and ecology. So hope you get a chance to enjoy it. 12.30 p.m. in our community room each Thursday of the month, except for the last one, October 31st. Uh, we're taking Halloween off. <laughs> And then the free developmental screenings are happening on Friday, October 4th. Our children's department's hosting that, 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. First come, first serve, free developmental screenings are happening. TLC registration, Toddler Learning Center registration, session two. Registration opens on Wednesday, October 9th. So you can check those out. And those will be happening on Wednesdays at 9.15 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. So Toddler Learning Center registration for the next session opens on Wednesday, October 9th. The Downtown Fall Festival, Downtown State College Fall Festival, is happening on Saturday, October 12th. And SCLO is having this really cool thing in our parking lot. It's a a 40-foot-long inflatable model of the Joidus Resolution Research Vessel. It's going to be in our parking lot where you can walk through it. It features video wall presentations showing how science allows us to travel back in time and discover what happened in Earth's Earth's past. Uh, We're presenting it. uh, We're hosting it. uh, The Discovery Space of Central PA will be presenting it. It's in our parking lot. So I hope you, if you come down to the Fall Festival, check that out. There's also another event we're having. The Wonderful Wonderful World of Bats is happening in our community room. So uh, as the Downtown Fall Festival is happening, SCLO is going to be taking part with a couple great things. Hope you uh, can visit us during the festival. 
The, our author spotlight series is continuing on Thursday, October 17th with Madeline Miller visiting. Uh, you can uh, put your name on a waiting list right now. The re uh, registration, we're, we're kind of booked, but we put that, put your name down for a waiting list. We're, uh, hopefully we can accommodate everyone. And as a little preview, we have a, I have a conversation with Madeline Miller uh, next week on next week's episode of the podcast. So you can uh, listen to her. She was wonderful to talk to. And uh, we're looking forward to her. And then the final author spotlight ser uh, author visit for our spotlight series is happening on Monday, November fourth, with George Packer, starting at seven p.m. at the Days Inn in State College, so next next door. And of course, all our events, activities, information on our website, sclolibrary.org. You can visit us or follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. I want to thank Joanne and Tina for, uh, from the uh, Nittany Valley chapter of the Embroiders Guild of America for joining us this week. Again, visit uh, their exhibition in our gallery. Hope everyone has a great homecoming weekend. It's homecoming weekend, Penn State for Penn State people. So hope everyone has a great homecoming weekend. And until next time, we hope to see you at Slow Library.